Hey, welcome to Her Start Spirit podcast. I have a, a unique episode for you today, and it's just a little bit more of my heart and um, the special day that today happens to be, which is our 10th Heaven's Day, our 10th anniversary, our 10th anniversary of my husband's accident and his death. And I just wanted to share a little bit of the struggles and how life could look when you choose to heal. So listen in. Hi friend, I am so excited that you're here to check out Her Restored Spirit podcast. If you've gone through something that has left you broken spirited, maybe it's a divorce, loss of a spouse, or even a child, loss of a job, whatever it is, I know there is restoration in your future. I'm a widowed mom, and I remember what it feels like to emerge from the fog to discover that my loss is not the center of my story, but it actually instilled in me a new hope, a new understanding of faith, and a new strengthening in my heart, soul, and motherhood. I have finally understood that God has taken my test and formed it into my testimony, and that's why I'm here with you. I want you to step into your purpose, into a newfound joy, and to turn a new page in your book, because I believe you are on the brink of full restoration unlocking a confidence that you didn't know was inside you, and understanding how to live more fruitfully with purpose, joy, and permission to be washed in possibility. It's time, friend, to reclaim your restored spirit. Hey, and welcome back to Her Restored Spirit podcast. My name is Tammy, and I'm the host. And today I want to do something a little bit different. So the date that this episode airs is is going to be on March 28th, 2022, which happens to be Heaven's Day for my family and I and for my my friends. And not just any Heaven's Day, it's our 10th Heaven's Day. It means a decade ago today was the accident that took my husband's life that forever changed our hearts forever changed our souls, forever changed my life, and for everyone who was affected by the accident. And what I wanted to share a little bit today is, so I have been struggling these last couple of weeks. Um, I have been struggling with putting myself out there a little bit. Um, I've been struggling with some emotions that I've been dealing with just because they've become so strong and so like push and pull. And as this date has, you know, turned on the calendar, as I'm getting closer, I feel it more and more. And there's such a, a balance as such a, um, that's a push and pull, such a happy and a sad and a light and a heavy. And I, re- I reached out to one of my coach friends. Um, her name is Lindley, and um, I've actually just talked to her about coming on to um, coming on to the podcast and kind of sharing her story and what she does. And she will do that here soon. But I reached out to Lindley, and I was trying to figure out why I felt that I couldn't share, that I couldn't tap in, that what did I want to say and what do I want to do? And so I took a couple minutes out of our coaching session because I thought that it really 
I thought that you needed to hear my heart because really it was meant for you. It was meant because this is what I what I want to portray, what I want to do, what I feel is my calling. And she just helps me and gave me the space to lay it out there so beautifully. And I was like, I was going to take notes and redo it. And I was like, at this point, I was like, I, I think you just need to hear how coaching can affect you, how a, and how raw and open you can be and how healing it is to get out what you need to say. And I hope that you see that, like, listen to it and insert your own story into it. Listen to the, the words and my intentions and, and, well, just see how it can, how I want that for you as well. So listen in and then I'll be right back. So what is healing after grief? look like how do you show up healing because that's what you said you wanted is to give to people to be able to help them heal after grief so how does tammy show up to help people heal after grief i what does that look like right now right now it looks like having the emotions and having an amazing life like i have both i when i sit and i look at the the blessings that I've had over the last year. Um, and I really, because when I stop and look at, man, like I really, I really do like where I am um, in everything. Things are going well, but I still have those emotions. I still have the grief and it's, but it's becoming a, it's a blend now. It's like a, um, not a quill, like a, like knitting, it's like knitted together now. And so it's stronger and it's more beautiful because of the colors in it. Um, yeah, like, I think that it's, it's carrying that, the experiences, but not holding back from new experiences because I'm carrying those. Like I, I still have them, but I'm opening open to new life and new joys and, not fighting the where God says that the latter is better than the the first. Like I was fighting that for so long because how could it be better than what I had? And now I'm seeing that it doesn't have to be a competition. That they it gets be, it's better because I have those experiences and I have these these new experiences that are bringing life to me. Yeah, so it's the whole package, right? Mm-hmm. Together and. Well, you said something about having an amazing life. Have you ever gotten teared up and felt emotion when you're talking about your amazing life? Mm-hmm. Right now. Like I just. And feeling blessed. And it, incredibly, incredibly blessed. And yeah. Do you feel guilty about that? No, I don't feel guilty. I have the sadness of, I, it's of the fact that what I had to get, go through to get here and what I lost to get here but I don't feel guilty. I don't feel shame. I don't feel, um, I, I feel like it, it's all part of who I am now. Like it's just incorporated into my life and, but I'm allowed to be happy. Does your, does your ideal customer or those people who are in that, do you think that they, um, are feeling guilty? 
and shame. Yeah. And so maybe you could perhaps see, you think it could be helpful for them to see both sides. Yeah. With emotion. Yeah. And so that they can connect and see hope. Mm -hmm. See being where they are in their grief and being okay with it. Yeah. And getting to the other side. It's both, right? So it's both. mm -hmm. And that's a great, that's a great thing that you have to offer because you have been there Mm -hmm. and you know how to feel on both sides. And it's way better over here than it is in that raw pain and grief. Yeah. And so, I mean, I'm sitting here thinking right now is that's alive. Yeah. No, you're, that's, and I, when we're done, that's probably what I will do with already emotional. So So in that coaching session, that wasn't actually meant to, that was just between Lindley and I, and, um, and it was never actually meant to be heard by anyone else, but Again, sometimes we have to be raw and we have to be vulnerable and we have to be real in order to relate to others. And I've realized that everything that I want to do and I want to show is not really about me. It's about how I want to relate to you and how I want you to see the possibilities, how I want you to see how choosing the heart of healing and recognizing that you don't have to set down your grief to live your life, to thrive in your life, to be happy and joyful and to have a purpose. And sometimes that purpose is really just to show up for yourself, for your family, for those around you. I talk about a knitted blanket and as I, that was just something that came up and I thought about it after how I really do think it's so, it's such a beautiful analogy for my life because knitted blankets, you can do different types of knots. You can do different colors. You can do patchwork. You can do so many things. And if I'm wrong about that, I'm not a knitter. So I don't, but I I love the look of them. So just bear with me. But this knit, you knit together all of the stories one color, one pattern, one turn goes into another. One knot goes into another. They're not segmented into, they're, they're not separated. And even if you start with separated pieces, in order to make a blanket, you have to put them together. You have to pick. And the more colorful and the more decorative and the more unique they are, the more they are eye-catching, the more they're fascinating to look and see, and the the more interesting, the more alive and um, beautiful they are. And when you have grief that lines and that threads its way through your entire life, you're adding a depth of beauty there that you couldn't have seen or experienced before. You're adding that depth of beauty where you don't have to you don't have to know what the blanket's going to look like from the beginning when i talk to a knitter she talks about how she just knew it was going to be something and she just went for it how the colors she would pick a couple of colors but sometimes in the midway she something else would reveal itself and she would choose and she would add another um, contrast color into it just because she felt it needed 
And that's what we get to do when we're healing. We get to stop for a moment. We get to reflect on what has been knitted together already. And then we get to choose whether we add a a subtle accent or a coordinating color, or we choose something that is so bold that needs, that doesn't coordinate or contrast, that just fits in somewhere simply because we're the artist and that's what we want. When you're knitting, you control the knots, the size, the, the strength of them, the, the tightness. You get to control all of that. You can do loose. You could do, you know, that doesn't have to, it doesn't have to be uniformed. And that's really such a good metaphor for life and for grief and for hardship and all of these things that we, we go through. We sometimes forget that we are the artists, that we get to choose. And yes, like God is there too. And he, he gives us the opportunity and he walks with us and he carries us, but he also wants us to act. He also wants us to take part and partner with him and not just wait for him to fix everything. Not that he couldn't fix everything, but let's look, let's look at the, the stories in the Bible. How often does he just snap his fingers and make all of the problems go away? All the hurt and all of the, the pain. It's through the struggle. It's through the, the, the drought, the dark, the, the um, dry soil that the olive branches, the olive trees thrive. It's through the struggle that really shows the depth of character and who we are. And as I was thinking about what, what do I want to stand for? What do I want to portray? What do I want to um, show you? What do I want this 10th anniversary, this 10th Heaven's Day? Because going through 10 of them, they have been rough. They have been, there has been so many tears and so many hardships. And there are so many times that I just wanted to be done. So many times that it's just not fair that I have to do this on my own. There's, it's not fair that I have to raise two kids and they are very strong-willed kids. That I have to be the one who takes them to all of their sports. And, and with that, know that these are choices that I've made. I don't regret any choices that I have made. I know that I could tell them no. But I also know that I want their knitted blankets to be unique and beautiful and have that depth of depth of character as well. I want them to have life experiences and be able to thread their grief and understand how they can carry their grief through their experiences as well, but still experience joy. There are times that I just wanted to stay in bed and not actually do anything. And when I say this, that these times, they weren't always in year one or two or three. They were last year. They were three months ago. They were six months ago. They were this week when I had a really tough week. And I asked myself, why am I doing all of this? Why am I putting myself out there when I can really just go and sit in bed and I can just eat crap and 
Why? Why do I do all of this? And it's not fair. I shouldn't have to do all of this. That sometimes I just want to dwell and I just want to be sad and I just want to not have to show up for myself or others. But that's not the life that I want. And that's what's reminded. That's what I remind myself is that's the, I did not choose that. I could. And for the last week, um, I have stayed in bed a little bit longer than I should. And I've put down a lot of things that I've needed to get done. I've pushed them off to this week, which now, of course, I'm going to regret. But, you know, in the moment, it's what I needed. I needed to give myself grace. I needed to give myself life. I needed to give myself that permission to feel all of the feels instead of just shoving them down. Because even 10 years later, I still have really strong emotions. But I also can carry those through because I have some really great things happening in my life. And I've worked really hard to to get here. I've worked really hard to make amazing friends and to parent my kids in a way that makes my husband proud that he could say, well, I, I know it's not exactly how we would have done it together, but I'm proud of how you did it. That I have friends who tell me that I'm doing a good job. Like, even while I'm recording this, I have friends who are just like, hey, just thinking of you, I just want you to know that you're really strong. And in that moment, like I, even an hour ago when I was trying to figure out what to say on here, I didn't feel strong. I didn't feel like I wanted to be strong. But then I looked at what I've come through and what I want and realized that, heck yes, I'm going to, I'm going to name it and claim it and I'm going to do it. But I'm also allowed to feel really weak and that I don't want to do this anymore. But you can't stay there. I couldn't stay there. Feel it, have the pity party, but that is not where we're meant to stay. You don't have to have grand plans. It could just be that you say yes to yourself and go on a walk instead of staying on the couch. Or you sit outside instead of sitting on your couch inside. Just making that change is enough to say yes to yourself. To start knitting your blanket a little bit different to add a little depth and a little healing and choose the heart of healing. Friend, I don't know what you're going through right now. And what I do know is that we don't go through one hardship and stop. That a lot of times there's secondary losses. There's secondary, um, well, there's a lot of secondaries. Um, And maybe I'll do a podcast about that sometime just because it's so good to hear that all of the feelings and all the things you feel that you've lost, it really is validated. It's really true. But you get to design your blanket. You get to have God there to give you the opportunities and have God there to walk with you. But he wants you to decide what knot is going to be there, what colors are going to be added, how big it's going to be, and how alive your life is going to feel. You get to choose that. And when you make those choices, 
he will reveal himself even more and he will stand with you. He will cheer you on. And so will the people around you. Now I'm going to wrap this up and I just want to say thank you again for walking on this journey with me and allowing me to be real and vulnerable and, and ramble a little bit. But it's because I know that this side of grief, choosing the hard to heal and, and working really hard to become the person that I know I was created to be slowly has been an amazing journey and that's what I want for you. If you're ready to set down some of the chains and the limitations that are holding you back and if you're ready to start slowly, it's you don't have to make grand gestures or change your life 100%, but if you're ready to start adding a little a little color, a little depth to your your blanket, why don't you reach out to me? You can reach out tammymariecoaching.com. I will put a link. I will put a direct link in the show notes that you click it and you can schedule a 20-minute session with me. That is there's no charge. It is just to let you see the hope and opportunities that are available to you. So if you're ready, even if you're not ready, if you feel a stirring that you want to go deeper, reach out to me. I have a few spots left for one-on-one and don't worry, reaching out to me does not commit to one-on-one coaching, but I want you to see that what's possible is available to you that there is more waiting for you and that if I can do this and go on this journey for 10 years and, and walk it, so can you, that there's no, there's, there's no too late. There's no too early. It is just when you get that prompting that there's more, don't walk it alone. So reach out TammyMarieCoaching.com and let's talk about what's possible and what it could, what your life could look like in six months if you just said yes to yourself. I hope you guys have a, an amazing day and, and decide every day to choose.